0: So Grasso, my question for you today is, what is one song that just brings back memories or brings you great joy, whether it's from your childhood, college, now as an adult, you always are singing when, we, when we're pre-recording, before recording, so I want to know what's the song that might bring you joy?
1: Um, okay,
0: so I mean, I love music.
1: Everybody knows I love music. I love all different genres of music. I love all musical instruments. I play a whole bunch. Uh, I would love to get my hands on a trombone and um and a bagpipe. if anybody's anybody knows anybody with a trombone or a bagpipe, that's that's the next and a flute. those are the three things I would like to add to my collection.
2: Um, I, know, I know someone with a trombone and a flute, and I believe they both live in my apartment, the instruments and the purse and the person
1: yes dude that's a that's great okay good right why wouldn't i just ask the music teacher for musical instruments okay but the songs so i love music i listen to music almost constantly there's always music going in my head but the one it's not a song it's a specific it's a whole album and it's super nostalgia for me um it is a christmas album and it is the beach boys christmas album I have the fondest memories of like switching over the house from like we would have Thanksgiving in the house and then we would like switch over the decorations and that CD would pop in and we would spend just like hours like decorating the house for Christmas. Like it's not Christmas for me unless I hear the Beach Boys Christmas. Can you give us a little vocal sample? Absolutely not. Not (laughs) a chance in hell. So if
3: you like Christmas music, get
1: yourself give that a listen.
3: So, growing up in a non uh, Christmas music household, can you tell me some songs that are on this album? I'm curious.
1: Like, can you name any Christmas songs, Ben? Yeah. The,
3: like Jingle Bells,
1: sure. Rossi the Snowman, like all yeah. of those, Stand Roasting Up, yes. Open Fire. All
3: of those. Carol of the Bells. Not the Carol Isn't that a Christmas song? It is, it is, it is. But yeah, okay. but that that oh, right.
1: that particular, that that holds a, a really uh, a soft spot in my heart, that whole album.
3: Okay, but are those all songs on there, is what you're saying? And it's just the Beach oh, yeah. Boys doing them? Oh yeah, okay. it's just
1: the Beach Boys doing regular Christmas songs. It's just, all of that together is just perfect, you know? They're very talented. People don't realize the Beach Boys were like way ahead of their time.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, them and then, you know, there's the Beatles. All right, everybody. Welcome to week seven of the Pining Four podcast. I am the mouth breather, Ben Max. We have a full complement of people with us for the first time in a few weeks. With me, as always, is the Two Beers Too Deep himself, Christopher Grasso. Back from Christo Redentor in Rio is Wiener's Wien Dogs, Doge, Greg Marcoux. And in the booth is Moose Mayhem, Joe Fermusa.
0: Let me tell you guys, Rio de Janeiro is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, statue nice.
2: Uh, sorry to take over the top of the show here, but we
0: have breaking news.
2: Breaking news. The biggest break of news we will ever get for a week seven podcast. Tell me more. Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, two uh, two trades going down in the last. 24 to 48 hours, uh, one, eh, for eh, two, major blockbuster.
3: Oh, so we're, we're, we're just going to skip the foreplay. We're just going to dive right into the meat of our podcast
0: today. You don't know my wife, Ben. That's, she knows how, that's how I roll. I guess that's why you have two kids.
1: Jesus. <laughs> oh,
3: God. That's now, that's now recorded forever because we don't edit these things. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Woo uh, uh yeah, all right big trades boys yeah so let's dive right into it um So I'll start with the Big X Bashers and the Moose Mayhem. So Big X Bashers, if you can believe it, offered, no, we knew he was shopping around Travis Kelsey, but he offered Travis Kelsey and Brandon Cooks to the Moose Mayhem for Lamar Jackson, Dallas Goddard, who is on the COVID list, and Rondell Moore, who's the fourth wide receiver on the Arizona Cardinals. So Grasso, tell me what your impressions of this trade are.
1: Oh uh, man, so I personally think that Eckle could have gotten way more for Travis Kelsey and also probably didn't need to trade Joe, who's already sitting very pretty in the league. Um I think Eccle really needs help in his wide receiver two position, and Rondell Moore really isn't gonna fill that. Justin Jefferson really hasn't been coming, you know, too hot and heavy this year. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like this to fill to fill the bye week is really a reach. Uh, Dallas Goddard is kind of unproven still. I know that that trade is big and he's going to be the star tight end now, but that doesn't necessarily mean he'll do much better. Um, That team is, I don't know, ebb and flow. So I don't know if this was a good move or not. So you like it more. You think Moose got, got a lot with those two is what you're saying. I think, I think Moose definitely upgraded his team with Travis Kelsey. I mean, he doesn't really need um, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has been playing well, but he's still not a top 15 wide receiver. It's not really going to – it's not groundbreaking, but Kelsey's the
0: number one tight end, and he's going to change things for Joe's team.
3: All right, Greg, what do you think about it?
0: I, uh, I, I think that Moose really just uh, just took Greg behind the back, uh, underneath the bleachers uh, in high school, and – he just had his way with him. Uh, I think the echo was so desperate for a quarterback he could start week to week because he went into the draft thinking, I can rotate, I can flex, I can stream my quarterbacks. And he realized that that's not how he plays the game, uh, that he likes a, a strong starting quarterback. And I think he overreached for, for, for a quarterback he could start every week. I think the Kelsey – basically when you have Kelsey, you're basically starting three receivers every single week instead of two. And so you have that nice, uh, you know, uptake for Moose. I think Moose has only gotten better from this trade and he's already one of the top teams in the league, according to me. Okay. So
3: I am actually against both of you in this trade, but before I, I were, you know, not against you, but I feel like it's far more even than you guys think, but before I offer my differing viewpoint, I want to hear from one of the trade men himself, Joe for Moose. (laughs) So tell me how this trade came to be.
2: Uh, yeah. So this was, um, A Sunday late afternoon. uh, It was just Echo and I just sitting watching the late games uh, at my place. And then we were talking about trades. I was discussing, you know, how I was looking to move Goddard. And I had been for a while because Dawson Knox is my boy. And he's like, you know, what about Travis Kelsey? And then he gives me, you know, a few names. And I'm like, all right. I I think part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were there for part of that. I I couldn't remember who was there and who wasn't. Um, But regardless, we tried to make the trade that day. And it just didn't work out because, you know, some guys were locked, you couldn't drop them, whatever. So then yesterday morning I get the trade and I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, Joe Burrow is supposed to be my, you know, bye week fill-in guy, but I feel comfortable right now starting him every week. He's a top 12 quarterback, sometimes top 10. So to upgrade a tight end, which I need right now because Dawson Knox is hurt um, to get a better third wide receiver and Brandon Cooks, It was a no-brainer. Okay.
3: So let me break some of this down on why I think personally that this trade is far more even. So uh, there's, there's the three for two. So obviously Travis Kelsey is... Is a, I always say, and I've, you, I have several recordings of me saying that Travis Kelsey is a cheat code at tight end because he's just a he gets, puts up wide receiver one numbers at tight end. This year he is still tight end one, but it, the gap is much smaller than it has been in previous years. That he I, I think he has uh, five points more than the second place person, and it's like a ten point drop off from there. Now Dallas Goddard was for a long time. In a timeshare with Zach Ertz. Now it's not a one for one, but if you added Zach Ertz's points to Dallas Goddard's points, uh, thinking that he would get all the tight end touches from here on out, he would only have nine points less than Travis Kelsey right now. So, I mean, there is an opportunity for that, and he's not really injured. He's on the, uh, the COVID-19 list. So that's, that's one piece of the trade. The, uh, I think Rondell Moore, like I said, I think that it's just extra garbage pieces. I mean, he's not going to be starting on anybody's team unless everybody's on buy. But Lamar Jackson, now he he's the fifth-ranked fifth quarterback in our league right now, but he is only on a per-game basis two points per game less than number or the number one player, who is Tom Brady. So he's, he's on that top top tier bunch. Joe Burrow who is going to be your day-to-day starter for now is I what I would say the third tier of quarterbacks. There's a second tier above him with the guys in the middle and then it's like uh Joe Burrow and um uh, a few I, I don't ha- I don't have the list of them right in front of me but a few of the other middle and co- middle of the ground quarterbacks. So that's that's a steep uh downgrade just to get a better tight end. So considering Eccles needs and the fact that Moose didn't really need much. I actually think you might've made your team a little worse. So that that's why I am not a fan of this trade. I think you may have swayed me a little bit because
1: Moose Knox is out, but you could have played Goddard this weekend. So you didn't need to fill that hole with Kelsey. Knox well, no- broke with his hand, right? I mean, he, who
0: knows how is long he out he's out for gonna... the rest of the season.
2: Knox broke no. his hand. It could be out till at least week 10.
0: OK, but At least. Ben, you bring up that you bring up the point that Lamar Jackson is ranked fifth quarterback and only mm-hmm. two points behind Tom Brady. On mm-hmm. average, there are the, the difference between Lamar Jackson and the number 10 quarterback, which is uh, Kurt Cousins, is only three points per game. OK,
2: you're also not counting that. Um, that week of Lamar just padding his stats and having like 48 points that one week. So but on he also average, had like
3: 10, 15 points one week. So, I mean, that, that, that yeah. kind of what I'm saying out. is
0: the top 10 quarterbacks, there's only four points between them on average per week. So you there's not a big upgrade between one to 10. They're all generally around the same. I mean, I, I still think that the, 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 I'm not saying that
3: it's, they're all around the same because he is, a little bit better, but I think that what I'm trying to say here is the difference I'm thinking for getting Kelsey versus you have Dawson Knox, and who will come back in a few weeks. And I think God it will be the guy to get all those touches in uh, in Philadelphia that, you know, I just don't think that matches up value wise. Again, you're playing from a position of power. You probably could have gotten more for it. That's just what I'm saying. Like the, the the trade on uh, on its face is what, what I'm thinking. The value wasn't there. Let's move on to the Hold to on, the quick, next trade. Real okay. quick,
2: real quick. We talked too much about Kelsey. The trade was also the need for a decent third wide receiver, potentially a wide receiver too. I'm Brandon not Brandon Cooks
3: is good. I'm, is, not too, I'm, not too, yeah, under, I'm not too
2: I'm not on Amari Cooper lately. So being able to put in Brandon Cooks and Pittman is seems like he's losing some targets to uh, TY Hilton, even though it's only been a week. So that was also a reason for pulling the trigger on that.
3: Yeah. Okay. So there was one other trade this week, as we alluded to. So uh, Wieners Wien Dogs, he traded Darnell Mooney and Rob Gronkowski uh, to the dynasty uh, for Kenneth Gainwell and Alan Robinson II. A lot of underperformance, a lot of injury, a lot of hope and maybe in this trade. Grasso, what have you got for me?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't have a lot on this. I mean, Gronk was literally retired two years ago, and he has a punctured lung and broken ribs. Um, Antonio Brown has filled a void that he left without injury. So, like, why would he start throwing the ball to Gronk again when Gronk is back and not healthy? Um, Mooney looks good, though. I watched Mooney last week, and he looks fantastic. Um, They're starting to click.
3: So maybe the Bears will do something. All right, I mean, so I'll just get in two cents here and then we'll get Doja's cents and then we'll move on. So uh, I agree with you. I'm not sure if Gronk, they keep giving him projected points. He is not going to play this week. He hasn't practiced at all. I don't know why they keep giving him projected points. However, that makes it easier for him to trade because it looks like he's going to keep playing. He's not going to. I don't know if he's going to play again this season. Uh, uh, the, with a punctured lung and fractured ribs at his age, I just don't know what, what kind of recoveries is are going to be there. Uh, ben, he's Hall- younger than you. No, he's not. I think he's 37. Gronk is thirty-two years old. Okay. Well, still, at, his, at okay, at, with with the amount of he's he's been perennially injured his entire career. He's taken a lot of abuse. Uh, I could have sworn he was a lot older, uh, but.
0: <laughs>
3: All right. All right. So. <laughs> It <laughs> was a good time. It
0: gets me time. <laughs> uh,
3: so Alan Robinson has vastly <laughs> underperformed. So that could be a boon. Uh Kenneth Gainwell, I mean, he, you know, he's the backup for Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders has been doing bullshit this year. So he, it could be a flyer as well. I just think
0: it's moving around a lot of dirt. I don't think there's a lot going on here. I concur with that statement. Uh it was uh he wanted Gronk Deeds' been asking for Gronk for. two to three weeks now and it just has never made sense what he's offering me doesn't make sense. Gronk was having the, you know, have he was number two tight end before he went down all these things he wanted Gronk for Robinson straight up. I said, I can't do that because I have Mooney. So the Mooney was a piece and I needed uh, running backs this week. I am in bye week jail, which we'll get to when we get to the preview, but I have all but one player on a bye uh, this week. So I'm on, the, uh, yeah. on my bench. So I'm a little stuck. So can the game well, will give me some flexibility in case Damian Williams can't come off the COVID list. All right. Okay. Well,
3: well, that wraps up our trades for right now. So let's uh, we had some games to talk about from last week. You guys ready to move in some recaps? Football! All right. Uh, Just a production note. If you guys want to make a hand gesture or a motion, the listeners can't hear that. So just remember, we are we are a podcast. So, okay. (laughs) All right. They're flicking me off right now. Go figure. (laughs) I just want to let
1: everybody know I paint a picture for you. (laughs) <laughs> giving Ben the finger. Uh,
3: the, go middle, finger. the middle finger. The yes. middle. Oh, right. Yes. Let the, me the, specify. Commonly known as the bird. So anyways, we'll move on to my matchup. Why not? So the Broken Cock Corollary has pulled out another victory. 123.45 uh, against the Keys to Successes 98.15. Uh, it's really Jonathan Taylor's coming out party. He had a fantastic game again 28.3 points Diggs finally scored a touchdown I keep saying he's gotten the volume so really just up and down a lot of good play except for Miles Gaskin who's really erratic Uh, so uh, you don't know what to expect from him but otherwise on the other side Keek's team you know he had it from Mahomes and Hill but Williams let him down Grasso what do you think
1: Um, I love that Jonathan Taylor is coming on real hot and strong he's a very good running back Um, Miles Gaskin, I watched that Dolphins game. They literally give the ball first down, second down, third to a different back every single down. So having a Miami running back is just a gamble. Um, Gaskin looks, he's the best out of all of them, but he hasn't really had the numbers. Um, again, Antonio Brown is the most fantasy relevant Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Um, and Carson Wentz looked confident, you know, he looked confident. Your team is on the uptick, for um, now. For now for this week, for this week, um, but no, I have I have confidence in the Colts. The Colts look good, and I I, I think I, I think you you have another maybe another win in you. Maybe next week you have another win in you. Playoffs. Um, nice.
3: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, Doge. What, what are you thinking? I think this was the first. This Keegan was affected heavily by that first the first bye week of the season, the ability, the fact that he had to start David Johnson at running back over, uh, over Mike Davis it hurts a, a lot. So well, having I think no Barkley he, and having no Barkley. Exactly. So um, I, I think that that that's where you've won this matchup this is clearly in the running backs. I mean, even though Miles Gaskin didn't do anything, I mean, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor scored enough points for all, all four running backs uh, in the matchup. So it was just a solid win by you. King just didn't score enough points. Well, you know, Miles Gaskin
3: didn't do well, but he did do better than David Johnson, who started for Keegan. Moving on. Let's look at the weak side Werewolves to against the Fitz Magic. Now, going into Monday night, Fitz Magic thought he might have a shot at that first win with Julio Jones going for Tennessee. In uh, going into that night, Weakside Werewolves did was the points leader with one twenty two point nine five, uh, and Fitz came tried to come on strong, but he fell just a little short, scoring one nineteen point five five. So, Josh, give me some thoughts.
0: It was, it was one of the tighter matchups of the week. I was confident going into the minute that Dale had it, just because I don't trust Tennessee's offense. And then Julio Jones goes and makes that unbelievable catch. Makes it exciting. Um, yeah, It was a good one by Dale. He's now, I think he's won, what, three on the trot? Uh, so he's in a good spot. Yeah. Grasso?
1: I mean, Joe Mixon is looking absolutely fantastic, and so is James Robinson. I think he has two top 15 running backs, right? He had, they're both top 15 running backs right now. And I think that's the way they are going to end the season with Devontae Adams is looking like a beast. Even when he does nothing, he has points, you know, even when he's not doing very much, he's still going to give you relevant fantasy points. If he catches four passes, he still has relevant fantasy points. You know, like Um, Miles, like he did this week, Miles Sanders um, has been sad all year. Um, and so is – I mean, Miles Sanders has been sad all year. Um, Fitz's team looked good this week. Like, he might pull out the win, but his running backs are really struggling. Um, and he might have to move around some pieces um, to make his team just a little bit better at the running back situation. Yeah, even though know, he had I Kamara on a bye. fucking bitch! Even though he had Kamara on a bye, Kamara's um, – I mean, hasn't really been Kamara this season, you
3: know? No, he has He's definitely fallen off.
1: I mean, yeah. he's a fifth he's a he's he's the fifteenth ranked running back. that's nothing to snoot your nose at, but he should be between one and five, you know,
3: right. And you know we'll we'll talk about this a little more as we go on through the matchups today. Uh, but there are a lot of cool little storylines going on in the Monday night game between who could win, who could have the most points, this team, both of these guys, whoever won might've ended up with the most points. It was a lower scoring week uh, compared to our, all of our other weeks this season, but there were a lot of Buffalo players, a lot of Tennessee players and a lot of teams that gave everybody a chance like here with Julio, Um, but just fell a little short. So we'll move next to the Vinzaloons versus the dynasty. Uh, this was another close one that really went into Monday night with uh, with Vinny with a shot of Josh Allen had another ridiculous Josh Allen game, uh, but he couldn't quite pull it out with the dynasty winning one nineteen point three five to Vinny's one thirteen point oh five. I mean, you could look at the Broncos defense for Vinny, but it, it was just a, a good showing, I think, by Deej uh, as well. Grasso, what do you think? I mean, this week was
1: super close. Like, nobody won by more than, like, 20 points.
3: You know, it was a pretty close week.
1: And and this game was super, super duper close. Um, Josh Allen makes a couple more throws, and it, this goes Vinny's way. Um, both these teams are, are looking good. Vinny's team's looking better. Um, he still needs to, I don't know, Calvin Ridley is on a bye, and he filled that with Jacoby Myers, which is fine. But Calvin Ridley really isn't putting up the fantasy numbers that we he, we thought he'd have this year because he was filling Julio's spot, and he just hasn't had those numbers at all. Um, and D.J.'s team has looked good all season. He's got a really great running back core, so that's going to carry him, but he's got holes at, at tight end, um,
0: which maybe gets filled by Gronk. I don't know
3: if he ever plays. Doge, what, what have you got for me?
0: I think Vinny bet on that Vegas Raiders uh, lull after the Gruden news over the week that he had to resign and he bet on the Raiders being, you know, falling apart and they did the opposite. They rallied together and they did unbelievable um, that Broncos defense is not the Broncos defense of two years ago. That's, I think that's exactly where he lost the game. If he had started an average defense, he had started the bucks. He would have only lost by, you know, three tenths of a point. So I think even, you know, even a small twist like that could have uh, really, really solved his problems.
2: If I if I can, if I can interject real quick, if Josh Allen doesn't trip on his own two feet on the five yard line and potentially runs in a touchdown, Benny wins. You know, actually, if he started
3: the Bucks defense, he would have won because that's you forgot about the negative points too. So it's an eight oh, point yeah. swing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's that, and you know, Kareem Hunt getting injured is going to be a huge blow for his team as well. Uh, although he does have Khalil. Herbert. is that his name? Yeah, for Chicago. So that that should tide him over. But it's gonna it's gonna be a rough few weeks for the Vinzaloons here. So let's move on to. Another matchup, another one featuring one of our podcasters. Uh, it's the, uh, the Show Me a TDs and the Moose Mayhem. Both of them are on kind of topsy-turvy seasons here. They're up, they're down, they're all over the place. Both teams are good, uh, but Show Me a TDs ended up winning this matchup 118.95 to the Moose Mayhem's 100.15. Greg, what do you think happened here?
0: Lamar Jackson wasn't as good of a quarterback as we thought he only scored he scored less than 14 points uh, again if, if Lamar has a better game and somehow the Ravens scored 34 points and Lamar only scored 13.45 so you know they did run the ball a lot I know there were a lot of different touchdowns spread out but three I different mean, running backs I mean uh, Knox only has six points and he threw a touchdown
2: I mean he, he didn't
0: he didn't play the last quarter yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, Joe just had a bad week. I mean, again, 100 points is not going to win many games in the in the league the way it's structured. Yeah, Grasso?
1: I mean, it's tough breaks. That's uh, kind of insane that they scored that many, that Baltimore scored that many points, and Lamar had such a dud of a week uh, fantasy-wise. Um, also, dud of a week fantasy-wise, and Jimmy spent a boatload of fab on it, was Devontae Booker um you really thought maybe they would feed him the ball see him in the flat um the giants kind of just gave up this weekend um so they probably just weren't even didn't even care um but that looks promising jimmy's team he's really just like bailing out the water and the this he's four and two that's a good record moose has a very good team and he's very highly rated and moose is only 3 and 3 so I mean- yeah
3: and you it's know super
1: close everything's super close again less than 20 points that's right. Lamont.
3: yeah and you know it's not for nothing I Jimmy did navigate and not having Corderell Patterson who would have scored a lot of points for him this week and he did get Dalvin Cook back who who's did well for him but you know he he's got a lot of good players up and down both teams do uh so something like this even though it's a almost 20 point differential. It was, it was still pretty close. All things considered uh, J- uh, Joe, you got any thoughts on this past week? 50 words or less.
2: This past week was another reason for uh, doing that trade with echo uh, did not like Cooper's uh, performance. Did not like Pittman did not like that. Hilton was t- uh, dipping into his targets. Um, so yeah, needed a needed an upgrade, a tight end, even, you know, it seems like for the full season now and needed an upgrade at wide receiver.
3: So yeah, do, you, do you, do you, in hindsight, think it was worth spending a third of your fab on Rondell Moore?
2: It, I mean, I picked up Rondell Moore like three times this season, once on fab <laughs> two times for free. It, it is what it is. I do it every year to, I mean, I did <laughs> it last year to Marquez Valdez Scantling. So or it not. is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is.
1: All right. Let's it's go like to the Evan ma- Flow, but it's Evan Joe, and it's just feeding it to the feeding it to the <laughs> waiver wire, taking it from the waiver wire.
3: Evan Ebb, Ebb Joe, that is a Evan Joe of the Ebb league. And Joe, a it and taking it away and feeding it to the I'm league. Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, he's Evan Joe. So let's move on to the matchup everybody was waiting for. Uh, it's not the last one, but it's it's the one where Echo goes down because it's the two beers too deep triumphing again for the sixth Sorry. time this season, 125.95 to Big X Bashers 106.3. Going into Monday night, Grasa was losing the game. It really came down to Derrick Henry being Derrick Henry. That, that, that's all
0: I have to say about that. Greg, do you agree? Sorry, Gregori. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I mean yes, Derrick Henry was Derrick Henry and he saved Grosso's week. but Echo with the Daniel Jones start, it's not the first time he started Daniel Do- Daniel Jones. granted Daniel last week Jones. last year he got a, last week he got a concussion, but you can't start a man the man was wobbling. he looked like me after the bar when I was 21 years old. I mean he can't start a guy <laughs> after yeah. you, after he gets off the field like that. Uh, so I just don't know what he's doing. Again, hopefully Lamar may save his problems, but a two and four for someone who is so confident after the draft. Now he's traded his first round pick. Let's hope Echo can improve here because uh, he's looking a little rough. I don't want to talk about Grasso. He's too good. Uh, What's your call okay. number, Gregory? <laughs> well,
3: you, you can ask him after the show. So, you know, it's it, it's it, you said Greg was so confident after the draft. He's always confident. I mean, I don't think that means anything. He always thinks his team's the best thing. And I know that he knows when he saw Daniel Jones be the number two quarterback in football. He's like, it's going to be that way all season. Danny Dimes. And then he got a concussion. So that's what happens. Uh, Grasso, what do you think about your, your victory here?
0: That's not a sound effect, ladies and gentlemen. That's a, that's a, real, that's a real beer can opening.
3: Yeah. He's, oh, Nick Spender. Uh, yeah, big spender on the high life.
1: Um, so, going into Monday night,
3: it was Derrick Henry
1: versus the Buffalo Bills. Derrick Henry needed to score 16.7 points for me to win. Derrick Henry has only scored less than that one time this season. In the last five years, the only team to hold Derrick Henry to under 100 yards is the Buffalo Bills. In the last five times they met, he has been held to under 100 yards. So I did not have faith on Monday that Derrick Henry was going to be Derrick Henry. And then he ran that beautiful, magnificent run. I was, I stood up in my apartment. I was yelling and screaming because Derrick Henry was doing Derrick Henry things. I was there. Ben witnessed it. So I'm very happy. I was with, everywhere this week. But The most important takeaway from this week for me, Keenan Allen and Mike Davis are just, I just need to be patient with them because Kevin's. they are just, they need to start catching the ball just a little bit more for your boy. Cause I was just really hoping to lean on them for the whole season. And I just got to be patient. It's only week six, you know, we got Debo too. So that's, that's a nice cushion to have. He is the, he's the real deal. Oh, Debo's top five in receiving yards, and he was on a bye last week. So,
2: not bad. Yeah. So, I feel very luxury.
3: Uh, so, I think uh, now today, right now, I think is a good time to do our Spencer word of the week. And the word of the week is not luxury, but luxurious. I feel the, very luxury. Yes, luxury yes. All I right the shit. No, I don't I don't I don't I don't get the reference uh, so we'll talk about that later so okay we'll move on to the last matchup the one that I'm sure Greg does not want to talk about uh it's the Papa Squats defeating the Wieners Wien Dogs 116.45 two Wieners Wien Dogs 99.65 again I'm just going to do the one sentence summary here uh Justin's Herber and Austin Eckler got stuffed that's what prevented the win Grosso tell me what you think uh <laughs>
1: exactly that um, I mean, everybody's running back situation in this game was terrible. Uh, and it just so happened Adam Thielen turned it on like Donkey Kong this week. Um, and Leonard Fournette showed up, and he hasn't for like three years, except for the playoffs. So, congratulations to Spencer. And he's uh, he's three and three, and he's he's doing okay, even with all of his.
3: A lot of flatulence on today's podcast.
1: It's 80% <laughs> of our soundboard has faults.
3: <laughs> Greg, tell me what you think about your team.
0: Uh, I think Ben, I think you hit the nail on the head. This was Eckler and Herbert failing, and I still scored 99 points. I'm very happy. If I'm going to lose a game, I want to lose a game like this. I still scored 99 points. You know, I wasn't the lowest on the week. I've. That, you know I had great games from my receivers. I just lost because of my quarterback and my number one pick, which happens from time to time. So I'm not mad. It's just it's a disappointing week. Sometimes those happen in fantasy. I'm still four and two. I still have a shot at the you know the number one seed overall. I'm feeling I'm feeling solid right now. Yeah and you know really? it's <laughs>
3: I, I mean I don't know Uh, so i mean i'm looking at your wide receivers and they're obviously probably the best top two in the league i don't i I can't believe cooper cups emergence this season he hasn't had less than 10 targets in any single game targets like that 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 just doesn't happen uh so his production is outstanding cd lamb had a great game too uh and he's been up and down but you know when he's on he's on
0: he destroyed my patriots and almost brought me to fantasy victory yeah that, totally that Chase, I mean, I would have won if I started Waddle, but I'm not going to start Waddle over Chase Claypool, who ha- lost, you know, Juju is not in the game. It's just the Steelers just didn't, you know, Ben just didn't want to throw to Chase for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing is, I, I, you know, one roster changing a flex spot and I could have won. So I'm feeling positive. You got to take positives from losses. You got to take negatives from wins. Um, that's where I'm at right now. That's where I am emotionally after a two and four Patriots start and a four and two Wien Dog start.
3: Yeah, and that, that brings us to our, that's the end of our recap here, really. I mean, our League is really bunched up tight. You know, we'll, uh, you guys ready to talk about some power rankings? Do it. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, according to Palpatine's directive, let's move to the power rankings. So, like I just mentioned, the League is really bunched up tight outside of the, the, Owen oh, 6 fits magic in the 6 and 0. Who is the 6 and 0 team? No, I'm kidding. It's the two beers too deep. It, it, everybody is either 2 and 4, 3 and 3 or 4 and 2. So, there's clearly tiers, but You know, you win your week and you're going to put yourself in a good position, even if you're a terrible team like mine. So we're still going to do the tier thing and we'll break it down. Uh, I'm going to I still think we really have four tiers instead of three. So that's how I'm going to explain it this week. So the bottom tier is still the Fitzmagic, the Broken Cock Corollary and the Vinzaloons. Although the Vinzaloons and the Broken Cocks have shown some sign of life. You know, I just can't put either of them ahead of even the two and four big X, big X bashers yet. Yeah, if big X loses this week and again, cause he's against the broken cocks, there's going to be some shakeups there, but that's what I have for
0: 10 through 12. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that I think Vinny's team is, is the one Ben. Yes. You're on a hot streak right now, but I think Vinny's the one team that I think with some proper management could make a, a playoff run out of that bottom tier Fitz is, is needs to fight for that, that not a buy in the mouth breather as of now. Mhm.
3: Well yeah, and and you know, I agree with you. That's why I have Vinny ahead of me. But I don't I still don't think Vinny's ahead quite yet of Echo. I think that's why we're we're in that bottom 3. Um so yeah, we'll see how this uh we'll see how this
1: trade plays out. Yeah. Next week for Echo, if Lamar Jackson really bolsters Echo's team that much, yeah. we'll see what happens. So, and if not, Vinny and Echo could switch places. Because many steams looking is hot.
0: Gregory right?
2: Stevens. Uh,
3: he's got he's got a whole bunch of farts and a whole bunch of Gregories. That's really his entire soundboard here. Gregory. So, yes, yes, Gregory. Exactly. So we'll move on to the from the shit tier to the less shit tier. Uh, this is nine through seven. It's and uh, nine is the big X bashers. Eight is the Papa squats, and seven really dropping this week after some losses is the keeks to success. Uh, well, all of these teams have some issues. Uh, I don't really see them. W- I mean, with proper management, maybe the playoffs, but they could also be the mouth breather too. I think there's a lot of fluctuation here.
1: This is definitely <clears throat> like a very management centric tier. Um, Eckel seems to be doing a good job and Spencer's getting lucky and Keegan's not. So I think Keegan's probably going to slide a little bit. Um, Echel- and the Papa squats are probably, I don't know, moving in, trending in an upward direction. I think if, if Spence gets some people back from injury, he could be a real threat, at least towards the playoff time. Um, And I think he is, is kind of sliding towards mouth breather bracket.
0: I I think you're right, Ben, though. I think this is the tier that with good management, they'll be in the playoffs with bad management. They'll fall out and be in the mouth breather. So uh, this is, this is the, the, Pessim- pessimistically optimistic pessim- whatever that word is you know what I'm talking about yes um, yeah optimistic who is, the, who is I, there I, with I, you Gregory
2: is it all the same guy just saying these What? what's going on here I think it's a I think it's a soundboard like thing that was like a spoof video on the YouTubes and uh-huh. so I don't know it, but this is this is a this is a new one who is the, who is there with you Gregory <laughs> yeah so <Okay. laughs> it was, it's, it's definitely the like same guy,
1: guy. what is it like a 911 operator? What is going on there?
2: I I think so. This is other weird one. Lieutenant Gregory Scurry. Yeah.
3: All right, I'm stunned. <laughs> I'm speechless. So let's move to the so we have the shit tier, the less shit tier. Now here is the okay tier. You know? Uh it's 6 through 4 these guys can make the playoffs. They probably will. Uh, I think their teams are good. Uh, the biggest one that's really moving up is the weak side werewolves. I had joining the top six. He's just been, his his management, his team has been doing much better, uh, and I feel confident putting them there at three and three. Show me a TDs and the dynasty. I kind of have grouped together. I feel that they're very similar teams in strength and weaknesses. I think the dynasty is just slightly better, so that's why they have them at four, and Jimmy's and show me a TDs at th- uh, five. Show me in TDs is deceivingly good. He's scored
1: a a lot of points this season so far. Um, I know his record is, I mean, he's, he's doing good. And I think he's got a potential to, to, to move up. Um, But it's going to be a difficult strain. Um, He's really managed his team and his obstacles very well this season. Um, And Deej, I don't think. Gronk is going to push him over the edge, like he thinks he's going to. Does that mean you disagree with it? No, I don't disagree with it. I think they're all about even, um, mm-hmm. and I think we'll see probably next week or the week after
0: who kind of like, like shows their stripes. You know, to me this, we'll this is this To me, this is a tier that they either finish in, at like the in the two seed or the eight seed. Like that's that range. That, that's yeah. where the end of the year those these teams are going to be in that type of range. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we're almost, we're almost, half, this week, coming week is halfway through the season. So we'll get a really good idea uh, of the moves that need to be made.
3: I agree. So that moves us to the top tier here, which is, uh, again, the podcast tier. Uh, I was about to say, I don't make the tier, but I do. So I guess you can blame me if anybody's upset with it. But so I, I, maybe a controversial pick. I have Moose's, uh, Moose Mayhems at three and three at third uh, and Wieners Wien Dogs at two. And of course, the undefeated two beers Two deep at one. That was the no brainer. Uh, I really think my keeping Moose at three and three, if he loses this week, he's going to drop significantly. But his roster is just so strong. I don't see him being worse than fourth through six. That's why I keep him there.
0: These three teams are separated by less than 20 points for, and are more than 50 per points ahead of the fourth place team. And points are going to matter, particularly with how tight the league is moving forward. So and even if you take out the teams that are n- below four and two, we're almost a hundred points more than those teams. Another fun fact about this tier is that uh, yes, Christopher Grosso has the most points for. He also has the fewest points against um, by over 120. Nothing not so, like that last year too. So it's, so yes, Grosso is very good, but he's also been playing. He's been playing teams on their bad weeks. So this is the this is the tier that should finish in the one through four seeds in my mind. Barring any
1: more catastrophic injuries, um, I'm still dealing with the CEH loss. I mean, Jared McKissick came out, and because Gibson is a little bit banged up still, he saw a lion's share, um, and he catches a lot of passes for running. He caught like five or six passes last week. Um, so I got lucky. But it's one of those things where if anybody gets another injury, there's really not a lot of people to fill holes unless you're making trades um, and giving up pieces. Oh. another
3: one the dust spencer the word of the week is
0: luxurious let's get into the very luxury
3: yeah let's move into this week's matchups <laughs> um we'll start with the broken cock cor- the anthem versus- of the
0: football team <laughs>
3: I forgot we had a song.
0: Positive outcome. Players. Bill, We're on to
3: Cincinnati. What happens when we give a Bills fan a Yeah, he got part? it.
0: He got it. No, he got that, though. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like Bill
1: Belichick said that. Correct, yes.
3: Yes. Yep. <clears throat> Anyways, let's start with the broken cocks versus the big X bushers, and uh, so the yes, the if he, if he loses, can we be, the big X
1: oh, oh, there's a lot. No, of I scrambled X. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Okay,
3: but well, when, I'm, he
1: loses, when he loses, 20 he's the mouth breather like two years in a row. I mean, from now on, I'm just going to call
3: him the big X bushers on uh, this pod, not just on the podcast. So it's the uh, the. <laughs> The Broken Cox versus the Bouchers. Now, the Broken Cox have a bye week hell this week. No digs, no um, no Zach Moss, no Steelers defense, no tight end uh, as of right now. So I have no choice but to choose the
0: Bashers.
1: Yeah, unless Miles Gaskin has like a miraculous week to help carry everybody else, that you're down, I don't think you'll be able to overcome Chuba Huba and and uh, this Lamar NBA, the oh. team. I mean, if Lamar shows up, it's down to Cincinnati.
0: I I'm gonna go with uh, with the Bashers as well. He's basically starting a full team his, his, his a normal starting lineup for him. Uh, and, and Ben, you're not, that's the, yeah. that's, the that's the if, ands and buts about it. So I, I'm going to go with the bashers this week.
2: Yeah. Bashers only weakness. Chuba Hubbard. Good pick. Uh, Darrell Henderson showing RB one status, you know, kind of makes me mad because we all kind of gave him shit for it. His weakest point is Rondell Moore. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, Ben. I think it's, uh, I think it's equal this week.
3: Hi. Agree. So it's a, so you, I mean, j- just to point out uh, last week, uh, oh, before yeah. We yeah. Get, before we get more more into last week, last week. Uh, so Grosso and Moose both finished three and three to win the week. Uh, Doge went two and four with his sent in picks, and I went one and five. I only got the weak side werewolves right, which everybody got right. Uh, although everybody picked Doge and everybody picked Vinny, and they both lost.
2: Real quick, real quick, Ben, what kind of hell is your team in?
3: I, I did
2: I say something? Uh, by
3: by week hell yes by week hell okay I see what you did there. Moving on to the Vinzaloons versus the weak side werewolves. Grasso, what do you got for me? Uh,
1: this is tough. This is a tough one. Um, Vinny is dealing with a lot of things. Um, he does not have an RB one because. Ezekiel Elliott's not playing this week. Uh, I think. Oh, and Kareem Hunt being injured also. Uh, but I think that. And no Josh Allen. And no Josh Allen. Yeah, no, there's no way that Vinny wins this game. I'm really sorry. The week werewolves are probably going to be in hell in a few weeks because uh, of the bye. But Joe Mixon is looking fantastic. And I uh, think the werewolves pull this out. And is gonna come back. Don't worry, everybody. Don't.
0: It's worry. an easy pick. It's an easy pick for the werewolves. but th- There's no more to say about that.
2: All right, Moose. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the werewolves weakest spot is Mark Ingram because you know by week filling. Let's hope Hawkinson starts turning around. He's been subpar uh, the past few weeks. Um, but yeah, I think I'm also gonna go with the uh, with the werewolves here.
3: And yeah, you know, uh, you guys really touched on it. I, it really comes down to again, we're taught we're really in bye weeks here, even though two of. Dale's best players in James Robinson and Deontay Johnson are on buys. He's got great fill-ins. And Vinny is starting Taylor Heineke instead of Josh Allen. And if I, if you don't know what a downgrade looks like in fantasy, that's what it is. So I'm going to go with the weak side werewolves to win. That is another sweep in picks. Let's move on to the Papa Squats and the Fitz. Just one, just one second.
1: It's one time Chase Young said that Taylor Heineke had swag. So, you know, he might be good.
3: Yes, Chase Young is so well-versed in such things. Okay. <laughs> so here, here, oh man, I feel so bad for Spencer in this matchup. Uh, I, I really think Fitz is going to get his first win here. Uh, it's Fitz versus the Papa Squads. I, I feel like two-thirds of Spencer's team is on bye this week and he just doesn't have the fill-in players. He has some tough decisions if he even wants to fill a full team. So I'm going to go with Fitzmagic for the first win, their first win.
0: Spencer, I know you don't think there's anyone to pick up, but you got to drop Juju. He's out for the year. You got to. He's out for the year. I know there's no one on the wire you want to pick up, but still. He's not listening. You just got to do that. Literally, right now, I don't think he can start a full roster based on the injuries he has on his team and the bye weeks he has. If Fitz doesn't win this game, if Fitz doesn't win this game, he needs to move away from Texas into witness protection. (laughs)
1: So, so
0: Spencer needs to pick
1: up a quarterback, a wide receiver. Well, maybe he'll play Christian Kirk instead of Adam Thielen. But is AJ Brown going to play? Spencer needs to pick up like four players and work it out and one of them needs to be a, a quarterback um not gonna work I think, Fitz, I think Fitz is gonna win um i think maybe there's a, a snowball chance that spencer wins but what snowball in what world I mean, if he picks up like i don't know if he picks up tua and tua has a great game and actually plays and has another great game like he did last week i don't know all right but so there's no a, no but yeah. fits all day Fits. Okay. Fits. Fits. Yeah, fits on my left ball. Yeah, fits all day.
3: Um moose. There you go. It fits too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Spencer at this point of the week would actually have some guys filled in here. Uh, he does not. Um, yeah, you got to go with that. I I will give credit to Spencer. I think he drafted Fournette, and Fournette's actually showing up for him. Um, but is Fournette the only guy that's going to give you points this week? So looks like it. Yeah
3: all right so another sweep for us let's see how far we can go this week uh we will move on to. have we all
1: said the same things for every game so far yeah are we are we, have we swept every oh
3: okay cool. all right all right so we're going to move on to the keys to success versus the two beers too deep doge what do you think
0: Keys to success and the beers too deep. Uh, two beers too deep. Whatever the hell your team name is, um, it's not that hard. It's so nice. I think, rolls off the tongue. I think Grosso's is going to win it. Fantastic. Grosso's is going to win it. He's going to go seven and zero. Oh. He's going to be the team that goes like ten and four or eleven and three and then loses in the first round. That's my prediction right now. All right. I down. am personally offended. Personally
1: offended by that prediction.
0: Really.
3: Yes, really. Okay, so he's going two beers, I'm assuming, here, uh, but we'll lose first round in playoffs. Okay, Moose, what do you think? Can
1: you,
3: can you
1: uh, it down? you have, like, a side column to write that in?
3: Wise, uh, I'll explain after Moose goes what yeah. I look like.
2: Um, I think Derrick Henry will steamroll the Chiefs as well and score triple the amount of points that uh, any one running back should. So, J.D. McKissick... Grosso, you could probably not start Team McKissick and still win. Uh, so, and uh, Keegan still has no defense. So uh, we'll go with um, we'll go with the beers here. Right.
3: So, before I let uh, Grosso talk about how his team's going to win, I've been so last week. Moose made a proclamation that two beers too deep would beat echo so bad that echo would score less than a hundred points. Now that didn't come true, but he did win. Very close.
2: Uh, Echo only scored below
3: 109, I think. 109. Okay, so close.
2: Oh my God. I was off by nine points. Like I mean, that's
3: that's 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 a whole player's worth.
2: Guys, margin of error here. You know, Siena College Research Institute. Come on. That's a 10% margin of error. That's pretty high. That is pretty high when you guys, I'm not, I'm not a pollster. So that's
3: okay. Clearly, clearly. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm going to go two beers, two beep. I just want to point out that Derek Henry is scoring more points than Matthew Stafford is. Uh, it's, it's outrageous. I, I don't even, I don't even know how to compute what he's doing right now. Uh, so he's going to carry him to victory on his back. I think there was a player. I think it might've, uh, I forget who it was uh, on Twitter this week that said, Derek Henry is the guy that you made in Madden
2: when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it he was just, uh, he's, um, all the stats are up. What's his name? The guy who caught the ball but didn't catch the ball. Uh, Dallas receiver. Des, Des, Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Yes, there we go. All right. So
3: I'm going two beers too deep. Grasso, tell me what you got.
1: No, my team is pretty good. Um, I don't think I'm going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Doge. Um Derrick Henry is fucking ridiculous. Um, he's insane. Um, of the top five picks, he is just outclassing. I mean, of the top ten picks, he's outclassing. No, of the top twelve of everybody, of all the first-round draft picks, he's outclassing everybody. We, we get it by leaps and bounds. So I, I, I thank you, Derrick Henry. Um, but the rest of my team is pretty good. It's pretty well-rounded. Debo's coming back from a bye. And uh, he'll be well-rested and ready to fuck shit up. So I'm going two beers too deep.
3: Another sweep for us. Let's move into some controversy. I hope we don't all pick the same people here. Let's look at the show me Your TDs versus the
2: wieners mean dogs. Sorry. I don't have a sounder for Prince's controversy. I'll get that next week.
3: Mm. Okay. So Jimmy's team, he's got Dalvin cook on a buy. He doesn't have a kicker right now. But even without the kicker, uh, I mean the points are pretty close. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, you know, uh, Dozier, are, you are starting Sam Darnold this week. Oh, I, I see you've got you've got some bye week hell here going on. You know, I think that's going to be tough for you to overcome. Looking at all this, if he gets a kicker in there, I'm going to go with the show me a TDs. He's going to get a kicker at some point, so TDs for me. Moose, tell me what you're thinking.
2: TD's wide receivers are better than Greg's running backs, but Greg's wide receivers are better than the TD's running backs. Um, TD's might have the edge with Brady, but
3: uh, this is pre-trade. This is is, yeah. This is
2: this. Oh, this is pre-trade. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, damn.
0: But I mean, stuff. It it doesn't. It doesn't so ma- mean that yeah Robinson is going to go in the moon roll.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't see much of a difference. I'm still keeping it. I might, I might go with Jimmy, just because I like the running backs and the the consistency below the wide receivers.
3: Okay, so Jimmy, it is. Crosso. This
1: is the tightest one so far. Um, I think with the switches of him picking up a kicker and Greg toying with some things, dealing with a lot of buys, I think that maybe Marcou gets lucky this week because he has so many buys um, and maybe actually pulls this one out. Uh, Darnold has looked good. He's got a rushing touchdown and like, I don't know, five games. He's got a rushing touchdown. So Sam Darnold looked good. Sam Darnold has one doo-doo week. So, I mean, I'm
3: going with the dogs. I'm going with the weaned dogs. All right. Our first descent in the rankings of this week's matchups. Doge, what do you think about your matchup?
0: I was looking at it, and I went, oh, Jimmy's going to destroy me. Jimmy's got – he doesn't have a kicker yet. His projections are so high. But looking at the roster, Jimmy's Jimmy's roster is full of underperformers besides Cordero Patterson and Tom Brady. Daryl Williams, yes, he filled in for the Chiefs. They don't run the ball a lot. Devontae Booker was a flop this past week. Granted, the whole Giants team was. McLaurin has been a flop. Lockett has been a flop. Higby's been okay, um, but again, he's a tight end, so who knows what's going to happen. I think I might be able to sneak this out. Granted, I'm going to put Allen Robinson in for Mooney. Hey, Benny, we're talking about bye week out for you. I have three of my top four wide receivers on bye, yeah, and my do. quarterback, and my number one pick.
3: But I mean, Jalen Waddell's a great group great replacement
0: he's a boom bust I yeah. think with the cup stability the Michael Carter no, the consistency retouches the Sam Darnold likelihood of a rushing touchdown Kyle Pitts coming off the a breakout game in London two, two weeks ago I'm gonna pick myself I was going into the pod thinking I was gonna pick Jimmy I'm leaning towards myself after some more in-depth analysis all
3: right it's a little split there we'll see uh one last thought about Michael Carter now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, and maybe, well, as a Patriots fan and Grosso as a Jets fan, you can help me out here. How do the Jets perform when they play in New
0: England? Ben, those are my only options. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. okay. I'm just saying. The Bureau Just came
3: out my
1: nose when you asked that. <laughs> like,
0: are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you been alive for the last <laughs> fucking,
1: I don't know, ever? Terrible. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I, I lied. The last time the Jets beat Bill Belichick with a rookie quarterback was with Mark Sanchez. Hmm. I don't think that this defense is good enough to pull Zach Wilson like the defense pulled Mark Sanchez. There's no way they win this game. There's no way they even get off the block fast enough to fuck with the patriots at all
3: do you okay. understand
1: rookie. the words that are coming out of my mouth oh rookie, i do rookie yeah.
3: head coach not a shot right yeah okay so i but you know dose to your point that's all you have but we'll see it's gonna be it's gonna be a good matchup to watch all week all right we've got one left to cover so let's dive right into it it's the moose mayhem versus the dynasty uh you know Another bi-week tough matchup for the dynasty. Najee Harris has been one of the best running backs in football. I don't think Gronk is going to start this week. I don't think he's going to have a tight end unless he picks one up. Uh, so there's there's that to look forward to. So there's a lot of... Uh, situational difficulties here for the dynasty so for the, those reasons and you know moose has almost a full complement he's missing a few people but i think his team is just going to be too tough to overcome i'm going with the dynasty grosso who you got um I... wait,
2: wait, wait wait you're going with the dynasty but you said sorry. my team will be sorry i too am tough going with
3: overcome. the i am going with the moose the mayhem okay, that's what i thought make, sure I, I thank you for correctly. checking i am sorry it's it's the not, end of not, the podcast. Not that I... <laughs> all right all right grasso
1: um i'm i'm going moosey boy here um i think joe burrow is just a fine quarterback he has had multiple touchdowns in every single game um he's he he He's a handsome fellow and he plays good football. He's consistent. Um, and he has very good people to throw the ball to and a very good run game behind him. Matt Ryan does not. Um, I think this is Moose all the way.
0: It's Moose. I think you're right. I think Gronk's not going to play this week. I think he's going to scramble for a, a bottom tier tight end that might catch a touchdown and, like, as his only catch. Uh, I think it's going to be the Moose. Uh, probably by a distance would be my guess. I think this might be one of the more lopsided matchups uh, of the week. I,
2: I agree. Moose. Uh, I'm potentially banking on Deioner Johnson uh, to get some points. I mean, he's essentially filling the flex role and Swift is that, you know, that RB two. Um, I like this lineup. For the first time in several weeks, I think this is one of my stronger lineups, even though there's a couple of fill-in guys and I'm starting Joe Burrow. But, um, yeah, I feel more confident this week than I have been in the past few weeks, even that 180-point week. So with that, I'm still going to go with the dynasty because I keep picking myself and I keep losing. So I'm not sweeping this one. Wait, did you say you're going with the dynasty? Did I hear you right? Yeah, you heard me correctly, yes.
3: Okay, I wanted to make sure after that, that first snafu. Both these teams come out four and three after this week. We'll see. Well, that about does it for us tonight. Uh, do you guys have any final nuggets of wisdom before we sign off in week seven?
0: Boys, we're almost halfway through the season. It's been phenomenal. It's been fun. Echo's lost more than he's won. We're we're all tight. It's a it's a it's a good It's a good year. It's been a fun football, fantasy football year. Again, we're almost halfway there. Let's 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 go to the second half of the year strong. Super competitive. Yet again, last season, super
1: competitive. I feel like everybody is kind of honing in on how to fucking play fantasy football. I think I'm I don't think I figured it out. I think I'm just getting lucky, which is very important for fantasy football um so ride the wave, man i love doing it it's a, the highlight of my week i don't really have a lot to look forward to
3: i mean this is football's paul's great let's let's just have that and take that with us so we'll leave on that note everybody for wieners wean dogs greg marcu for two beers too deep chris grasso for Our man in the booth joe for the moose mayhem i am the Broken Cock himself, the Mouth Breather, Ben Max, reminding everybody
2: to win your week. Are you okay? Do you need, do you need me to sing? Like do you need... Usually this is where the song goes. I think... supposed to be where the song goes. I think
3: we're working on it. Hold on, give me a
0: second.
3: <laughs>
2: Give me dad, a second dad, here. Dad. Oh, no, that's I had the tiger that I'm seeing. Uh, you know what?
0: No, we did. <laughs> but this is,
2: you did this last week. <laughs> it's
3: our new ending.
2: <laughs> we got to keep it under 30 seconds or else we might get hit with the FCC. I got an eye on it. Spencer, luxurious. Sheets are luxurious, Spencer. Thousand thread count.